All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Common Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Jasper Rodenhuis. And today, our guest is Hugo. Um, Hugo is uh, a friend of mine in the Netherlands. He's uh, an upcoming, well, traveler, I would say, because he's orientating towards traveling right now. And uh, he's currently in Lisbon. Uh, yes, we sir. met in the same restaurant, we all. And uh, Chair to Chair as well, by the way. For people, uh, Hello, everybody. Uh, so so yeah like uh, we went in the same restaurant I was saying and uh, we used to work together I knew uh, Hilke from uh, from my youth and uh, he always had, had a very big imagination that is something that I remember from him um, but uh, yeah for the rest uh, what else would you tell about yourself Hilke that would be important to mention yes thank you very much uh, yes for, uh, right now I'm in uh, Lisbon that's right uh, I'm working here for a year. I uh, I reached out to a uh, company online uh, if they had like a job for me because it's like kind of kind of hard to get a job now because lots of people are uh, are losing their jobs to the uh, pandemic, of course. But uh, yeah, they uh, they said they had a job for me and I moved here now. I've been here for a, around two weeks now. I'm still in training. I'm training uh, as content moderator for TikTok, but I didn't didn't really move here for the job, but just to like uh, see the city and then get to know the uh, the history of this uh, of this city, which is uh, which is nice. So uh, you said you're you're a content moderator for TikTok. Yep, that's right. Oh wow. Well, that's all right. right. You all right, like so- that job? Do I like it? Well, I mean, it's 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 okay to do, but it's not like uh, not really like a mind-opening job, like an eye-opening job. It's just uh, part of the system, you know. So it's just a just a job to to earn money, so I can stay uh, in a foreign country because that's what I've always wanted is to 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 see the world because the only this planet is already pretty big, you know, and I wanna I wanna see uh, all this planet. Yeah, so you're being exploring now more in a, on a physical realm. Um, but uh, I know that uh, from a few years ago, uh, you really like uh, changed uh, your mind and you're looking more deeper into some research. And I, I, I could call you like a starting uh, researcher or uh, yeah, somebody that's interested in, in similar fields than what we're discussing on this podcast. Um, and and we talked in earlier before we did the podcast on, on different subjects um, and, and, you know, we can talk about many interesting things. And, and I eventually said like, uh, it should be, would be nice if there would be a balance between relevancy and uh, uh, potent potentiality. So something that we both came on was uh, the mental health of, 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 of the youth uh, in this generation, in the times that we're in. Um, and I think like most of our viewers would be fitting into this care category of uh, being uh, from the youth. And uh, I have a, a lot of personal encounters uh, with people from my age being here. Um, still in the, uh, in the Corona pandemic, you're not allowed to go to parties or go to big events. Uh, maybe in a limited sense, like if there's only a few people, it is allowed. Uh, but still, I, I meet a lot of people that partying and uh, yeah, they're, they're like meeting up and uh, people drink a lot of alcohol. Um, people do a lot of drugs and all that stuff. 
which a lot of you do. Um, we all did, I guess. Uh, and it's, excuse me, it's a part of our um, growing up phase. Um, but why would you be, what, what drew you to this? To this, why, why would you think this is important to talk about? I think it's uh, important to talk about because um, if you see nowadays, so many people around us are uh, either depressed or they have anxiety or whatever mental health uh, uh, illness they have. I think it's uh, important to, to discuss and to, to talk about because uh, it plays a big part in our life, you know, and, and for me personally, I've, I can tell I've been depressed like a year, a year and a half. And I, I didn't really know what to do with my life. And like, I think that's where my like, uh, research journey started because like, as I said, I didn't really know what was the, the purpose of life. You know, I was just, everything I did was go to school, work. And then I looked at the bigger picture and I was like, am I really gonna just work for like the rest of my life? And, and doesn't just doesn't make sense to me you know and that's when i like tapped into research uh started off on on conspiracies i think it's where most of the most of the people start uh, research and then i think the last year i tapped into like the, the laws of the universe uh other important stuff but also kind of like see the world around me in a in a different view and then especially on like uh social media which influences influences the youth so immensely like people just just uh all they do is is react to each other constantly in an online world which is not even the the the, the physical world you know and people get so so like how should i say it like like i think the the um biggest um thing that feeds our ego is is social media i don't know if you guys can agree on that but uh like like social yeah. media some people they just sit inside and play video games or they just swipe on instagram all day long and they're like like they don't really well i wouldn't say they don't really have a life because they do have a life but they're not doing doing anything like uh, uh important with it you know yeah for sure uh, Chair, do you I want think to say uh, that social media has to do with uh, the interaction that we have with other people, and that that is the largest uh, factor influencing our ego is other people. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I, I would also add, like uh, our our interaction with the internet is really not uh, that well understood. Like uh, how big of an impact this really makes. Like uh, I've been noticing here, like people have so different views and they base their views on what they've heard, but the, the, it's very difficult for people to really pinpoint what is the source of why they're thinking the way they do. And there are so many different ideologies passed on by the internet, by social media. There's a, a documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. I haven't seen it, but I heard many people that did. And the things that yeah, they said there, some, something, sorry, that, that's something that I said uh, years ago as well um that you know what you get to feed into these loops these algorithms and um, people are like giving us information based upon our own preferences and so you got a feedback loop and yeah you stagnate yeah, it's, it's 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 weird how how 
these big companies, they just look at our uh, online social behavior and they measure it and they store it somewhere to, to sell that information. So other, um, other companies and other platforms can, can use that to, uh, to like, I would say, say, uh, keep us in there, but, um, to like, to like get us on the platform, you know, like, by, by they keep giving us new, uh, new yeah. for example for on tiktok they keep giving us new uh videos to watch based on what we like and and who we follow you know but i wouldn't say it's social media is, is is only bad definitely not i think you can you can use it in a bad way by like there's there's people that just go on instagram and they comment bad stuff on their people's videos or photos or whatever hilka have you seen the social dilemma i've seen it the half of it not not the whole uh, not the whole documentary. Okay, okay, that's the same for me. I actually also clocked out halfway through. It's it's actually very scary, I think. And you you're you're getting at a at a good point there because social media it's not all bad. And I do so think definitely. that it, it definitely uh, it fosters a sense of community. People get uh, express their own voice. They actually have a voice for the first time ever, and it's easier than ever before to reach an, a massive audience in a very short amount of time. And it's interesting because uh, in my profession, this is actually how we make money. And as a uh, marketer, I actually, on behalf of my customers, pay platforms like Facebook, uh, which own Instagram and WhatsApp and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, I pay them so that I get access to their data because I want to make sure, for example, that my client is writing, uh, is, is writing books about uh, wood car uh, carpentry that it's only shown to people who like carpentry on Facebook. And otherwise, I'm wasting my advertising budget. And so I need Facebook as my partner to make sure that I get this ad in front of people that are actually going to like it but it creates this interesting atmosphere where your data is very valuable, but you're not getting paid anything for it. And it's because these platforms are free. We're on social media and uh, we're not paying for it. We're spending a lot of time on there, but because I'm paying for it, you're the product. Uh, as a marketer, I'm paying for it and I'm buying you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's a the, the, like the problem comes when you're like spreading, uh, um, you know, with the products. I can imagine like you just need to sell your products, uh, but with ideas, it's a lot worse because like this is what happens on YouTube, where um, there's all these uh, internet gurus that talk about many different things like self development, but also conspiracy theories, new age. Uh, new age we talked about and, and conspiracy to a part as well in previous episodes uh, there's like a, a lot of feedback loops so something that is in philosophy very important is that you have access to an eclectic array of sources so not just sources that are all fit into one category uh, for example bio biology but you also look at some other fields and look at correspondences correspondences yes uh between these fields and also between different ideas and 
you something that I always find very important is validation or experimentation, implementation is things that you can don't have to accept based on someone else's words, but you can actually apply it and uh, experience it. And by that, you are not reliant on uh, believing anyone else, because that's the last thing that I want people on this platform or wherever else is doing is that they just instantly believe uh, someone else uh, viewpoint. And I think that this touches on what we want to discuss is that um, uh, the mental health of, of our youth is really infantile. We're, uh, really, we're, we're not taught how to handle knowledge, something that the ancients knew in, in classical education with the seven liberal arts is that we were taught the trivium system. This is some of the first things that I teach my students on my pre-ply is that they know how to handle knowledge. They know how the intellect works. And this is only a bridge point to other fields. Um, but because we didn't get taught how to think and how to handle knowledge, we are put into a big soup of many different ideas, uh, but we just grab onto them because we, we don't know anything else that we can hold on to. And then it's just your viewpoint is just based upon what you're exposed to. And that is very limited because it's only feed it into this loop. Um, so what do you think about that, uh, Hilke? Does it spark something? Definitely, like uh, what we just uh, talked about, like the algorithms, we just like this information and these, these uh, things, they just get thrown at us constantly over and over and over. And then, and, and like, I think um, um, most people like, like, let's say, for instance, like my mom, she's older than me. She's on the, the social media, but she didn't grow up with it. And like the youth right now, they're growing up with it. You see six, seven year old kids who already have like a, like a phone, you know? So they grow up in this, in this online social world, which is, um, to me, it's pretty scary, you know, because uh, back in the days, all of us, we used to like play outside with our friends, but nowadays they want to like stay inside and play video games with their friends over the internet. And, and, and I think it's just, um, it's just for, for most people, it's, it's, it's dangerous, not for all people, but for most people, definitely. And I think, um, by by uh what we're doing right now making a podcast and and uh casting out a different voice onto the internet instead of all the uh instead of all the like um main social media uh i definitely think we're we're, we're creating a new voice and and the people who want to see this and um wanna wanna like uh gain knowledge will definitely look into this and those who aren't ready yet will not probably not find it you know what i'm saying Yeah, for sure. No, it's uh, it's very interesting uh, how our generation is influenced by uh, by mainstream media, and that they're uh, they, because they're so like attached to to their phones and to technology, it's difficult for for people to be alone, for example, or um, just spending time by themselves. Um, they yeah, they have boredom. Like here, I can convert very creative people. Um, but they, they lack a lot of like logic and setting up boundaries. 
uh, and that's not anything against them. We're all on a learning journey, and for me, it's much more difficult to be creative. Um, but anyway, they, 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 because they're creative, that is for them very difficult to hold their point to a certain, uh, to focus on a certain point for a longer amount of time. Um, so everything that you can see on the internet as well, like everything right nowadays is just represented by memes where there's just one picture with like two sentences which explains a certain ideology. And this is how you have to uh, transfer uh, information or knowledge towards other people. Um, because they like this, you know, this the podcast is long term. You have to hold your attention to a conversation, to, to a dialogue for a longer extent. And only the people that have uh, trained their intellectual mind are capable because for uh, books and for, for documentaries or whatever you're engaged in, you have to hold your attention there. And if you're creative, then, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's interesting. But uh, what about, you know, what's straight up? Are you, uh, I'm sorry, Jasper, sorry to interrupt there, but are you trashing memes? Because <laughs> I, I, I love memes. Just, 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 just to cut in. I, I think memes are, of course, a whole new language for us to communicate with each other. But it is a limited one. So if, if you limit yourself to like a lot of meme uh, communication with your friends, it loses, uh, it loses a kind of soul. Yep. However, I do think it's a great addition to our set of uh, communication uh, tools. Mm -hmm. to, yeah, uh, no, I'm not that. I'm not that. Entire idea down <laughs> into a little square image with two lines, uh, and and literally anybody <laughs> that sees it immediately has the same feeling or the same understanding. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But I, I wasn't bashing. Um, it, it is more. I'm just making a point. Like it's very oversimplified like uh sure you're creating a symbol and people can put their imagination and, and spark uh and get different things out of it and they have a certain outline which which are the two sentences um but overall if you really want to teach a, a person a, a certain depth about life or uh, a certain depth about themselves how to orientate themselves or uh what uh, what, what meanings are uh, of life or, or certain interactions with life um i think this is a very shortcoming in just a meme uh and for this you need uh, books or um podcast or something with a longer duration but it's interesting because it's so Music. different in communication so yeah, it's definitely. uh it has its you know both has its up, ups and downs I would say, uh, I don't know if you guys agree on this, but I think the youth is, is less disciplined than um, the, the older people because we grow up with these, these memes and these short videos and, and like we can only watch a video for 10 seconds because after the 10 seconds we get bored and we swipe again and we see another video and we see another meme for two seconds and then we get bored again. So like our concentration it gets like less and less and less and less. And I, I can see that in my own life. Like back in the day when I used to go to school, I could read books. I mean, like I still can, but it's different now because I'm like used to this uh, social media, uh, these social media platforms such as Instagram, we just scroll and, and watch videos. Uh, but I, I definitely think most people are less disciplined now and they can't hold their concentration uh, uh, as long as they used to for some people it's hard do you feel Hilke, like uh, like maybe this social media wave that's been passing over us 
it is uh, yeah how do i put this it is yeah it's damaging to us but um it kind of i kind of reads our mind definitely that's uh, yeah that's that's a good one i definitely i think it damages us but i think there's also benefits because we gain more knowledge because everything is is reachable on the social media and back in the days people used to like read a lot of books but now we can just find anything you know we can watch videos we can we can read articles we can watch documentaries like all sorts of stuff but i i i'd say it's it's damaging to to, to some people but i think it's that's everybody has to like um say that for themselves because um for me it can be damaging as long as i'm i'm aware that it's damaging me so i can stop it and then i can like i can like um how do i put this like um where i know it's it's damaging me but it's it's still good for me because i know when to stop it for like let's say when i'm scrolling through instagram and i'm like consciously seeing what am i doing i'm just looking at pictures this is not gonna i just close the app and i stop put my phone away either pick up a book or do something else that's like important to me so it like it's i think it's okay to get distracted as long as you are aware that you get distracted yeah. i think most people aren't aren't, aren't aware that they get yeah, uh, distracted exactly. Yeah, no, that's a key thing. Uh, what you're mentoning, that, that's that's uh, my approach in life as well. Like, uh, yeah, Krishnamurti also said, like, does even like distraction uh, exist? Because like uh, everything is part of the of the traction that we're on, uh, and and we we decide something is a distraction or not. Uh, but there is a, such a thing as procrastination, and if you want to reach a long-term goal, uh, you have to sacrifice uh, a lot of your time. And focus on a specific point to ultimately make it there, uh, and that ta- it takes away a lot of short-term gratification that people are used to getting, uh, and that has to do with dopamine. is a very key point here. Uh, makes uh, this chemical in our brain which makes us happy, um, so we constantly take uh, dopamine, uh, but normally it only got released if we reach a certain goal. So if we did something for a very long time ago, or for a very long time, like if you want to buy a CD, for example, music CD, and, and you, you, you want to buy it and you'll work for hours and hours and hours, and then finally you have enough money to, to, to buy it. I don't know, this must be a very expensive uh, music CD, but anyway, uh, there's like, uh, you know, if you just get it from somebody else, you won't appreciate the same music as much because you didn't put in all that work. Um, so I think it's very crucial that you, like you can enjoy yourself, you can take your time off, maybe just go to Instagram, connect with some people on there, sure. But if you don't deserve it, it will just be another reason not just to uh, be comfortable with yourself and trying to reach long-term uh, goals. And um, I think like some things that I call about boring, it, it, something in a state of boredness, boringness, I guess. Um, it's like uh, if you look at your phone out of boredom, that means that you have an uncomfortable uncomfortability with your soul. So we're trying constantly trying to escape 
who we are because we don't want to confront them ourselves. We don't want to put in the real work. And then alchemy they call this magnum opus, where the work, where the great work is that they have to work on ourselves. And we don't really want that because, you know, we prefer just taking shortcuts. And we're lazy, basically, which there's a good laziness and there's a bad laziness. But yeah, I can go up there. But um, like, but at but least. Do you think. Yeah. Do you think um, uh, boredom is a real thing? I think boredom is just um, us avoiding what we are meant to do. Hmm. So let's say um, I need to clean up my room, but it's 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 not like I I, mean, I know it's important to me, but it doesn't give me the the dopamine that like let's say social media gives me. So I think it's not boredom, but it's just us trying to um, escape what we're really meant to do. I think that's what that is. So are these platforms like uh, like TikTok? or Facebook, Instagram, are they, are they designed to kind of play on this dopamine release and, and weaponize it in a way to make us addicted? Definitely, definitely, I'd say so, yeah. I mean, there's, there's creative people on it that um, I wouldn't say they're leaders, but they're like, they're, they're, they're kind of leaders in, in uh, becoming more creative. And I think if we, if we look at those people, that's, that's good. But there's also people who, who just, they just post bullshit on it, you know? And we, we just scroll and we keep scrolling and, and we get more dopamine while we watch, releases more dopamine. So I think that's just a distraction. I definitely think some platforms are, are designed to distract us, definitely. Same with, uh, same with, the games that you mentioned, Jasper, that are on our phones and uh, the things that you start doing when you're bored, you, you want to actually distract yourself maybe from, from some, something that's really bothering you. And it's, a, it's an escape hatch. Yeah, let, let's, let's, let's talk about what do we mean with, with distraction? Because um, I, I'm, I'm curious if there is even, because like uh, there, there's, uh, you know, like what, what would we mean? If, what do you mean, Hilke, uh, if you use the word distraction? What is this word, do you know? Distraction, for me, distraction is, um, I mean, like, I think there's always um, things we need to do, but we aren't aware of. So, so there's unconscious things that, that we, we need to do. And I think there's also conscious things, but once you run out of, things you need to do. So let's say like, I need to clean my house. I need to clean every room, I need to clean the bathroom. But once I did all that, there's no more things I need to do. So then I'm gonna distract myself with something else. But unconsciously, I, there's probably still things to do because maybe you had to like take the trash out because you can never like fully, to see the, see the minus like a house, you can never fully clean a house. That's not possible. Have you guys ever, uh, like you, Hilka, for example, ever found yourself needing to study for a test or make a homework assignment, and instead you find yourself cleaning up your whole room and spending all your precious time doing something that you should have done some other time? You mean, uh, I mean, I would say clean up my room, but for tests, if I need to, need to study, I would just like, I, I never studied for any test. I used to when I was like 14, 15, but after that, I 
stopped studying because um, I I can't um, study by reading a book. I can only study by listening to what someone else is saying. So I just attend the classes, listen to what the teacher had to say, take that in mind, think about it. Uh, and then when we had the test, I, I've never opened the book, but I still made the test. I still passed the test, you know? But, yep. but yeah, I definitely think, definitely think we, we can get distracted when we like have to make a test or we have to like practice, study for a test. We just get distracted by, by social media. Definitely, yeah. That's happened to me. I, I, yeah, I, I like, uh, I'm still a little bit skeptical if there, there is even, like, I don't know what, I think you gave a very good uh, explanation on, on uh, what distraction is. But like, if you look at the Taoism, for example, there is a, like the sun, we, as humans, we already take our ego as a given. We we say this is important, this is, isn't, uh, this is a uh, you know a top list of my priority. Uh, but we already take that list as a given. But um, in, in like more Eastern thinking, and also something that Krishna Murti said is like uh, there's a we can we, we only do really like uh, where do I be, where, where do I base my decision on? Uh, is there even a decision? is there not just doing um and i think like our our, our our journey is about like becoming in a flow state it's just uh doing but not even noticing that you're doing like for me my my i think this is something i mean in my journey i'm not always in a flow state of course but i'm getting more and more into this flow state because i know that i put normally a lot of energy in, in resisting in uh i think maybe resisting could be attached to distracting as well like uh, we're putting our energy in something that we shouldn't um but this resisting that is really the real distraction that's really like what's holding our back because uh mm -hmm. we have a lot of potential inside of us but why doesn't this get potentialized why isn't it get revealed but well, that's a, that's a question that a lot of people have to ask themselves because like uh we all we all have something I've been here with, with like I spent time with rappers, with break dancers, with many different types of people. Um, but something that you see from them, it's not talent. People say, oh, you just have to have talent. No, it's dedication. It's just focusing in and really love what you're doing. And if you're doing it, you don't even noticing that you have don't have to really put in work. It just goes by itself. Um, but it takes a lot. Like I'm just saying it very easily. Uh, but it's 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 takes quite a lot of uh, integration uh, with different um, fields uh, like time and language and meditation, different different aspects that you have to put it together before life gets into this flow state. But if I'm saying that I am in a flow state, that doesn't that can mean that I will lose the flow state because I realized it and thereby it's not it's like breathing, you know, like uh, you don't think about that you're breathing, but you're breathing. Um, but as soon as I think, okay, I'm going to breathe now, I'm already trying to control my breathing. And that's the same thing that I'm trying to say um, in this uh, explanation. Yeah, definitely. I can definitely agree on that. Let's say, for example, sometimes I, I, when I like, like I, I like sleeping, you know, I go to bed very late sometimes, but when I wake up at like 11 a.m. and I'm like, I could wake up right now. I, I've slept enough to like function. You know, in a day, sometimes I still catch myself like going back to sleep because I'm, I'm 
I'm just lazy, you know? And I'm, then I'm like, I'm just wasting my time here. So sometimes I just snap out of that, wake up, do my thing, uh, either meditate or, or, or make food or do something important with my time. And definitely think that's, uh, that's important. What, what Very kind of- important, I would agree. Uh, well, first morning ritual, um, you, you meditate, is that, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do I try to do short meditation at least uh, once a day, if that's possible. Yeah, I, I do the same thing, but that's uh, very important. I like some of the things that I do every day is a very small thing. Just put my right hand on my chest and say with love. I put my left hand on my, uh, on my intestines and say without fear. And I just stand for with this for according to where the sun is rising. And just for as long as, as I want, there's no like set limitation. But this is a few seconds or a minute and I just hold on to the space and then, all right, I release it. This is what I bring with the rest of my day. And then everything starts. It's a very small thing. You just have to stand outside and hold two hands in there, but it has a profound effect. And that's some things that I was trying to say, like this is something we have to integrate into our life that will become more ritualistic, more ceremonial. And then everything becomes in this flow state because we're not... Where we are, we are aware that this life is not settled around us, but it's settled something much bigger than us. And by ceremony, we're reminding ourselves. And I would say that meditation isn't necessarily a ceremony, um, but it is uh, becoming aware of um, going beyond yourself. Um, it is kind of a form of uh, ceremony. And this is something that we talked on in a previous episode as well. Uh, where we looked at this similar topic where what is really the youth is missing? Why is the youth or why are adults still acting like children, for example? Uh, and this is because we miss this ceremony. We miss, like you can have parents, but if these parents are not responsible themselves, you still have the same problem. But if you know, you recognize that you have parents that go beyond the physical that is just a sacred masculine and a sacred feminine. It's Pachamama or Mother Gaia, the earth, the nature, and it's, it's society, but then in its archetypical form where communication and community and interacting with other people, that is all part of us as well. And, and that has to be recognized. Otherwise, I think we're still um, getting stuck yeah, and still having a lot of problems. You think the pattern will go on uh, forever and ever if we don't uh, try and shift ourselves? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, we ha- we have to recognize that we create that pattern. That's the main thing. Like uh, the pattern will continue because we're not recognizing that we are the pattern. Um, mm-hmm. So if we only take like I've somebody heard someone years ago say, yeah, I'm an active chess player. I'm no, I'm an active chess piece, uh, which he intended by. It's like uh, you take act, like you can be a chess piece where people move you around and be part of other people's game, game, but you can take an active role where you make your own decision and then you become the game and you recognize for what it is. Um, So it's a good analogy. um, The chess pieces where are dwelling from the white part to the black part, which symbolizes duality. And uh, there's a lot, lot of different things that are interested about chess game but i want to ask you uh what what is something that is required uh for a mental health to especially in a young age what 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 are things that the 
people that go to puberty or go to transform world change. What is something that they, they require the most, you think? Um, I think uh, as of right now, I think most people are uh, awakening, becoming aware that we are a, a, a part of this game, as we can call it a game. Um, I definitely think it's important to, to, to see that we, we are the players in this game, but that we're also the game ourselves. I guess it, like, it's two-sided. And as you uh, mentioned earlier, the pattern, um, I think the pattern is just on, especially on social media, I think it's people reacting to each other constantly over and over, over just re reacting to each other. And there's, there's going to be no stop. Like, there's gonna be no stop and that's why people need to need to um uh, see that um it's not about um everybody around us but it's about us you know we need to to to, to learn to to love and to to live you know so we can help other people you can only help other people by helping yourself first you gotta always put yourself in the in the first place but i think most people on social media they're just trying to like say people are just trying to gain likes because they want other people to see them as their their number one you know but it's important you see yourself as number one that's why likes and followers and stuff it's it's not important but to some people that are in this illusion it's 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 very crucial uh, apparently i mean like i we, we we live with those people so we gotta understand them and I do understand them in, in a certain way, but I'm aware that I don't want to be that way. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so then the focus should be, what do you want to be like? Because that's, that's another key point. Like people haven't found their purpose. This is one of the things I talked on common solution and the second episode is that people haven't found their purpose or they're wandering around and not really finding and creating meaning into their lives because they haven't found a craftsmanship with a message, like something here, people here have found certain hobbies, something to cultivate certain craftsmanships, uh, but because they don't put a message into their craftsmanship, they still feel a disconnect because it's just putting in more beauty into the world, which is fine, of course, but if it doesn't carry any value, if it doesn't try to uh, expand our paradigm, our way of outlooking at the world, you know, through politics to whatever message you're trying to spread, uh, you just feel disconnected because you're making something nice, but, but, you know, I don't think we need a more red color or more blue color. I think we need uh, somebody that uh, just set, tells it how it is, but in a poetic manner and not necessarily speaking it literally, but speaking it through art forms and through many different manners. Uh, but I just try to expand people's mind. Uh, I think this is the, the value of, of art. Uh, I think that is a very important factor in our, um, in, in our generations and people that uh, we look up to are the artists. So maybe in the second part, we can talk about um, the artists and their role on the youth, um, because this is something I can think about. Definitely, but do you guys think that um, most of our youth, uh, let's say in schools, they don't they don't uh, teach us like esoteric knowledge? Do you guys think that that we we as a youth get like miseducated? 
Yeah, if I may respond, uh, like John Taylor Gatto is a, is a teacher in America, was teacher of the year, and he wrote a book called Dumbing Us Down. And, and he spoke about like, what our education system is focused on is, um, is basically the economic situation that our world requires. So we were learned to fit into jobs and to fit into a system that is suitable at that moment. And this comes back to the Prussians uh, where the schooling system originated. And, and they were just focusing on how to get people into the military and just obedient. Uh, but we not taught really uh, how to think for ourselves, how to, to handle the complex situations of life, how to engage with people. Uh, also on a spiritual level, we haven't been taught anything. And he, he kept one sentence. I, if I can, I will put it in the video. Of a, of a quote that was very fitting on, on what you're trying to add or what you're asking here. Um, but I definitely think that, that and I, especially in the education system, I've been thinking, uh, putting a lot of thought in what real education would be like if you're just young, what, what, what are some things you do have to learn? Because there are some things that you get learned that are useful, like mathematics is still useful, uh, grammar is still useful. Uh, but the way it's represented, uh, it's not always on the right timing. So sometimes it's too young that they get exposed to already learning language, even though they might not be ready for it. And that creates a, a limit on, on other aspects that the mind needs to develop, like creativity, for example. So there's like, especially creativity is very undervalued in, in education and it's re-emerging. And there's, of course, like education is a very big word, but there's many different forms of education. Uh, but overall, Definitely. as a regular education, the one that I went to as a kid, it is just suited towards what the economy needs. Uh, and so, I think yeah. that's where I think that's where it starts. We're like like as kids, we're getting prepared to to be launched in the, into this system. That's what I'm thinking. How I view prepared for an for an eternal nothing because it's the it's the carrot on the stick. Mm -hmm. but, when uh, you know when, when when you're born and you're a baby parents they only raise you for uh, for a few years and then you get sent to uh well yeah, like a crash like a baby daycare and you know there you, it's in preparation for kindergarten and then in kindergarten you uh you, you learn the things you need to enter primary school and after primary school you go into high school and high school prepares you for college and you know in college you can get a degree yep. And you can even get a graduate's degree afterwards. And if you're crazy enough, you can even become a professor and just keep on in the cycle forever and ever and ever of, uh, of preparing people for a moment that never comes. Because as soon as you're launched into the system, like you said, and you end up in your first job or you want to start your career, then there's this, uh, this deadline that's placed in front of you in the future that you have to make and you have to reach this quota. And then after that, you want to, you want to get a promotion and so that's that ca the carrot on the stick is always in front of you and it's always guiding you guiding you and i think alan watts said it really nicely when he said at some point when you're like 45 maybe you're 55 and you've made it to vice president of the company and you feel like oh i've made it like i finally i'm there you know and then you realize like wait a second i'm impotent I can't even, I can't, like, I don't even have any energy anymore. Now I have reached the destination of life, but I cannot enjoy it anymore. Yep. And so maybe what our education system should focus on 
is teaching children, teaching young adults to bring their focus, bring their concentration into the now and focus more on the creative aspects of life. Like you guys said, I, I enjoyed drawing a lot as a kid and I felt like there were a lot of ways in which we get to express ourselves, but then at some point it just stops. And I feel like it should be mandatory for people to express themselves. Otherwise you get these creeps that live in basements. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I can agree on that. I think that's where it starts in our, in our education. Like, like we just get misinformed high few education. And that's why um, I wanted to get out of school as fast as possible because our education only fuels the world we can see with our eyes. But it doesn't doesn't uh, look into here. Like they don't teach us about the the mind and then like stuff. I mean, like uh, they they talk about psychology, of course, but not like uh, uh, becoming one with with everything. They don't teach us that in in school. No, I I think that will be uh, there's you know they have to keep people separated uh, or keep this belief that they're separated because that breeds a lot of fear. And if you can have, have people in a fearful state, you can control them. Uh, and, and that's why like uh, that would never, well, hopefully it would be and eventually in the future, we will be taught that we are connected. Uh, but also like uh, to defend the education system, like uh, if everyone would learn that from an early age, uh, our society would definitely look a lot different. And, and, I think it will only be different in a positive manner because people would realize that you know, something that is inherent in the golden rule in many religions would actually be embodied because uh, people will physically be aware that if they hurt somebody else, they're hurting themselves. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll probably uh, hopefully going to make that switch uh, and, and people will have that realization. Uh, but uh, for now, there's a, a lot of uh, a lot of work to be done, uh, which flows by itself, but it still has to be done. Uh, is there some book that you would recommend uh, to people uh, um, that helps you on, on your uh, transformation? Um, to yeah, take definitely. Actually, it was one of uh, the books you lent to me, which was. Uh... What was it called? It was uh, the the Toltecs uh, civilization. What, what was the book called again? Oh uh, yeah, the four the four, the four agreements. The four agreements. Yes, definitely. I I uh, read that one. I would definitely recommend that to anyone watching this. If you want to like better your life, um, I mean like yeah, I'd say better your life. Read that book and try to apply it to your life. And that's that's what I've been trying to do. I like I can. Uh, see when I saw myself a few years ago I was I was like who is this you know because I used to be like used to play a lot of video games I get angry whenever I lose I, I gush at people I fight with people I don't go to school I, I yell at people but now when after I read that book and then after I started researching about the 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 all the knowledge that there is out there I, I see that that we can only love people and accept them for who they are. There is no ugly, there is no beautiful, like that doesn't exist. It's an illusion. So yeah, definitely that book, I would, uh, I would recommend it. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, let's uh, take a break. Uh, in the second part, we'll talk about um, uh, some artists and the influence on, on the youth uh, and uh, 
yeah, see you guys on uh, five minutes. Uh, stay tuned, people. All right, hello everyone, welcome back. Uh, this second part, we're going to talk about the artists of our uh, the artists of our generation, the artists of these times that influence our generation, and if this is uh, happening in the right way or in the wrong way, or of course it depends on on who and when. But um, there are many artists that are becoming more and more popular. And I am here surrounded by people that listen to a lot of commercial music, a lot of radio music. And it influences people's mentality. People are not fully aware of the implications of, of, of music and how powerful it is and how powerful it changes our minds, you know. So I am myself very conscious to what I listen to, what type of music. Um, doesn't have to be lyrical, but it can also be like more instrumental, uh, like Beethoven. I'm really inspired by the last couple of days. Um, but I also listen to a lot of hip hop, a lot of conscious hip hop. We have some content on the podcast uh, in previous episodes about that. Uh, but I do think that like the rules that are uh, idols, you know, the, 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 the artists that are very popular, they have a certain responsibility, a bigger responsibility than a beggar on the street. Um, so we can talk about what is this responsibility? What would be a good uh, way shower? a good example for of a person that is an artist what do you think of this uh, rihanna uh, rihanna start about yeah i think rihanna is a great example rihanna rihanna is an artist uh, she came from barbados and she made it really big as a pop star you know like in pop music mainstream music however she turned right back around and took all of that money that she received from the companies, the production companies. And I think she started dozens of charities and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, dozens of charities. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, and then she started businesses. She made more money and she put it into even more charities. So like, yeah, you can, you can do a lot. And if you just pick an example of people that really use their money to help others out, yeah, I think uh, I think Rihanna is a great example. Definitely, it's great. I didn't know that. I think we should start off with um, with what what really is is music. I think we can uh, feel music in uh, a lot of ways. I think um, certain tones do something with the with the human mind, like uh, frequencies. <laughs> frequencies, um, but I think also words. <laughs> words has have a have a certain um a certain um how would i say it? they the words influence the mind in in some way and then i also think um music changes our mood so let's say if we listen to party music all day long then at the end of the day what do we want to do if we listen to all that music we want to party of course but if we listen to to music about people, I don't know, say rapping about uh, killing themselves or, or being depressed, being anxious uh, at the end of the night. How do we feel? We feel anxious because we, 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 um, the, 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 the music does something with our mind. So I definitely think that that's, that's important um, to have like knowledge of what does music with our mind. And one rapper I'm a fan of who's pretty huge um, nowadays, he suddenly passed out of nowhere 
uh, pretty tragic dad. He got shot outside our bike store. I'm actually wearing a, a t-shirt of him right now. His name is XXXTentacion. And why I'm so inspired by this guy is because he mentions depression, like uh, anxiety, those type of mental health uh, illnesses. He, he mentions them in their um, music so people get aware of it. And I think that's why a lot of people uh, listen to his music. But not only that, um, if you like research into this rapper, you will see that he studies the law of the universe. His, his third eyes is definitely, definitely opened. That's why I, I, I researched this guy and it's definitely interesting because he has a lot of followers. But nowadays, there's not a lot of people who, who rap about that that kind of stuff and, and get big with it. You know, another example would be um, Juice World. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He's also uh, very big. He has like uh, maybe 40 million listeners on, on Spotify, something. So it's pretty big. Yeah, I think like uh, we are less, uh, I, I know Temptation, but I think overall the rappers are speaking to a little bit younger generation, uh, maybe 20 years old. They are very popular. But I think like what music is, is, is the imitation of our heart. Our heart is the first rhythm and it pulsates a certain rhythm. And we try as, uh, as humans to imitate also like sounds that are in nature, like birds. And, uh, and there's many different uh, outlets of music, not just by, mu by humans, but it's a form of, of, of language, of communication. And uh, you can transmit certain energies through music. Like nowadays, we just you listen to music recreational. But if you look at like civilization, not even that long ago, they will only listen to music in a ceremony or in a ritual. Uh, and it would enhance the whole effect and would get a certain trend, almost a transcendental or in a transcendental state. Uh, and it will have mystical experiences. But for now, we're just we're listening all the time. So yeah sure you feel great but it's not like you're Definitely. totally out there um so really people have to really recognize how powerful music is and it is some some of the things that i'm really addicted to uh, i i have to be honest uh, i have to sit here on a chair where I talk about my addictions but uh, i think like music is for me a very big addiction i have like four thousand no five thousand songs on my phone and and almost listen whole day and if i cannot listen then i'm thinking about listening it um not i'm also i can definitely agree so it's very very powerful very powerful yeah. it keep, keeps your uh, at a certain certain level um and, and keeps you focused it keeps your head straight like here i have here are so many what we would call a distraction or people that are talking about things that are less important and i can focus in and listen to my music and they inspire me to think about stuff that are really pressing matters like what is happening in the world and I think our attention has to go towards this. And ultimately, what's even more important is where attention comes from. Uh, and that is our spirit, our soul, and that projects attention to many different places. But I hope that people will recognize that um, we we have like a shadow projection. We project, uh, oh, this person is so amazing. We cannot do what they can. Um, but that's how our relation is with uh, uh, artists most of the time. And that's a little bit unfortunate because they are meant to inspire us and look like, okay, this is something that we can do or we can do something similar in, diff in different manners. It doesn't have to be imitation. It shouldn't be imitation. It should be uh, something authentic. So, but the book you were talking about in the previous part about Don Miguel, 
the four agreements he has like a saying that i'm an artist and the art is my life and i think like music is trying to imitate life the four agreements the book that was uh where we were talking about earlier uh this is uh written by dom michel who is a uh, part of the total tradition and he uh he he, he spoke that sentence of uh saying that his life is like uh his art uh, because uh you cannot judge it ultimately and that's the thing about music we all have different tastes in, in music, uh, but it all, uh, the underlying principle, the frequencies that lie underneath the ultimate message, that will be for everyone uh, the same, unless of course you speak a different language. Uh, like, but there, like there's, it, one, there's one saying, sorry for interrupting mm -hmm. you, there's one saying that I always remember this, there is hundreds of languages around the world, but everybody can understand the the uh, language of music everybody can understand that i think that's the that's the wonderful thing about, about music and and uh as we mentioned uh, in the first part we were talking about the flow state about being in the now and living in the now do you guys think um music um gets us in like the flow state because i definitely think it does in a way yes yes in a way it does but it also carries you away at the same time, because I have noticed that sometimes I, I, I look for music as a distraction from my own thoughts, because when there's no music playing, the silence is deafening. And then it's just me with my thoughts. And I, then I don't like my thoughts. And I'm like, oh, screw those thoughts. I'm going to put on Mozart. And, you know, you, you, you affect your mood uh, critically and Sometimes though, it's, it's, it's good to, to learn how to, how, how to do it without music as well. Definitely, definitely. Very, very important key uh, that you're mentioning there. Uh, and that came also back on what, we're say, what I was trying to say with like being boredom. People out of boredom grabbed for their phones and uh, then they like uh, don't want to deal with themselves. And I think like one of the, what, what an artist should do if we keep it on that point, uh, on that subject, like artists should encourage those capabilities being comfortable with ourselves, uh, which for, if you have a popular artist, you will not be able to, because uh, most of the time they're surrounded by people that, that are just patting them on the back. You're such an amazing person. Uh, but that's really bad if you want to work on yourself. Uh, you have to be surrounded with people that point things out to you you don't want to hear. And uh, this is some things that we, in integrate into ourselves and once we're sitting by ourselves we have these thoughts of hmm, maybe i am not as amazing as i uh, previously thought uh which is for me a very uncomfortable thought because i'm amazing you know uh, why could i say anything else uh, but i'm not in, in actuality i shit in a toilet uh, just like everyone else uh, so i am not unique and that's the thing about artists like ultimately they're humans as well uh, but they have just such the an exposure. They're just the I, think, I think what sets artists apart is, is, is a level of technique. And so when people develop technique, it's only possible through focus and through attention. So, so a lack of distraction and boredom, but a dedication towards something so that you get really good at it. And that's what separates amateurs from artists. And then um, when, when you have that separation, 
that's where uh, that's where the responsibility lies of the artist. Uh, they should just be focused on their craft, and then the amateur should be focused on their technique hmm. and focus. Hmm. Definitely. Uh, so, uh, so, so, yeah, you want to say something? Yeah, I can uh, agree on that. And also, the uh, rapper I was talking about, XXX Tentacion, not only is he. Is Doesn't he, roll off the tongue, does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard, to, hard to pronounce. But um, not only is he like making music that focus, focuses on like uh, the spirit and stuff, but also uh, what I see a lot of artists doing is they buy, uh, I don't know, expensive jewelry. They, 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 they just buy basically bullshit with it. But what I've seen him doing is, is he goes to like um, schools and he, he, he um, shares toys. He just gives toys to, to, to kids and he made it like a challenge. So then loads of people started doing it. So he, he not only did he um, share those toys, but he also created a challenge uh, for other people to, to like look around and, and give to people that don't have a lot. And I definitely think um, it's great when an artist does that, but I don't, we don't see that a lot nowadays. It's, it's more upcoming, but we don't see it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Artists have a artists have a big influence. They they they're like role models, you know. People idolize uh, artists. Let's mm -hmm. say some artist is wearing a jacket. Oh, I gotta buy that jacket. Oh, yeah. he bought new shoes. Oh, I gotta buy those new shoes as well. Yeah. You know, and that's it's it's just. But also what, what, with drugs, like a lot of artists, they promote drug use, drug use, and and uh, this pulls in people to act a similar way. Uh, they're like teachers. Uh, I, I think like the, uh, what MC, like a, a rapper, called himself an MC, is a master of ceremony. So he's he has a responsibility to lead the people in the right direction. And this is what he does through using his microphone and, and speaking what is relevant in their situation, what it's like to live there. And also what, what I was saying in the beginning, like seeing potentiality. How can we change things in, in a positive manner? Um, but these these two things have to be seen and I, I always prefer instead of just seeing the uh, the problem is is providing a, a soul what I now call a solution uh, to see look at artists that are doing this uh, you mentioned a few names for me it's a it's a mortal technique for, for sure uh, he built it a, a, a with his money for his house uh, 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 sorry with his money from his music, he built a school in Afghanistan for parents with, uh, uh, sorry, with children without a parents. And um, he, yeah, really like made the difference by that. And um, he is also very like self-sustainable and he's a really like, he was very violent in the past, but now he's, he's, he's a good person overall. And I follow him on, on many things and he's for me a very big inspiration, but it's not for me, oh, he can do it and I cannot. Oh, it's for me like an in, 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 in initial mm -hmm. uh, reactment or uh, a draw for me to be more like this, like being inspired to also make a difference um, and not just know, and also knowing that I'm not making music or making this podcast or whatever I'm making for the money. No, I'm making it because I want to change society in a positive manner. And he reinvests all that money that he got from his music, which are all his music are all positive as well. He uses that for positive ends. Uh, I think those people should be more 
you know, shown up there. And he's, uh, he doesn't have any record player uh, or record uh, company, which is another big issue in, in, in the big uh, global industries of, of, of uh, music. Uh, and they create, they, they, they keep the filter on the, the, the message. And in the eighties, and there were some times where it was more opened. Uh, but uh, it's, it's, there's sometimes some music popping up the radio about uh, some more conscious stuff. Um, you know, like back at these back in the Bay. Have you ever heard of the band Muse? Yeah, yeah. Muse also. No very, very conscious lyrics. Hmm. So is this, well, how do you respond to this, Hugo? Like, uh, is it for you a, uh, a reason to also make your own music or is it just inspiration? Like uh, it's more their lifestyle that you're drawn towards. I think... Um... The things they, they 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 rap about or they they, they make songs about definitely um, trigger me in some extent. Like like uh, X has a song called Moonlight, which is about the moonlight, you know. And then and then most youth they just sing and they have no idea what they're talking about, you know. But but he's still uh, uh, providing the message of of like research the moon, you know. So I definitely think it's great and. Tapping into what you just said about uh, drug abuse, people see these artists taking drugs, but they don't know with what intention they are taking the drugs. Let's say someone is using a uh, psychedelica to to um, to witness uh, an, another uh, another realm that that we don't know, but these youths they're just using it because the artist is using it. You know, so we only see one one side of 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 artists we only see see one side yeah that's the same thing that happens on instagram or at plus social platforms when we just see people's exterior faces and and tragedies happen like uh with the guy from the the singer from uh linking park where he killed himself out of a depression so you have to act always with a smile even though you might not intend it that way uh, you didn't, you know, if I don't feel like I'm just going to smile, I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to pretend. And most people, they do pretend a lot. And of course I have to pretend to, to a certain extent to protect myself uh, to protect my energy. Uh, but I do it consciously. So I know that I'm pretending and this is just sometimes we're just uh, acting different roles and, and a role that an artist plays is being a role model for, for, for people that are still lost in their path and just trying to figure out meaning because that's what we're passing through our music, I think, like what ultimately and positively is that we're trying to we'll get something across. We're starting something and it's not just a oh, random party, 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 but we're doing it because there's a need for it. And I think like Tupac said it as well, like where we don't need more entertainers we need more thinkers, we need more intellects, we need more engineers. Those are the people that we need more. And a lot of people, they react to, oh, I just see an artist and they also wanna have this dream. I also wanna be a rapper and make this big dream and having all these women and cars and all that good stuff. But then the reality kicks in and it's uh, a lot different. And it's like the reason why this platform I hope we will grow slowly and not just me getting a million of subs in one day because I would freak out with that responsibility. Uh, I already have a very big responsibility with the work that I do and being surrounded with people that uh, 
haven't opened their eyes through three the third eye fully yet uh, which we can also talk about, which because you just mentioned it about exit uh, actantation, which also did this, is that you have a certain vision. A lot of people, they don't, they're like, uh, what they call in hip hop, the dumb, deaf, and blind. Like they're, they're still wandering around, but they're not really seeing the full multidimensionality that, that is surrounding them and, and, and what lies underneath reality, uh, you know, that you can see in the matrix. And there are some artists that do, and they, they really make a very big impact uh, on, on, on what's happening. And they can see like something that is very important to mention is narratives. There's always different narratives. Uh, the mainstream medium gives a certain narrative. I give a certain narrative right now. Uh, conspiracy theory is a certain narrative new age certain narrative but if we're not aware that these are certain narratives and that we are adapting or, or that we are believing these narratives and we're not really taught to question them we're just passing on what we and I said this before we just learn from whoever passed yeah, by us we, um, we, we, we haven't we, processed yeah we, we just learn what somebody else already learned mm -hmm. definitely I think also um, the thing about music is um, on this planet, we have, that, we have a lot of uh, cultures. Let's say we have a Western world, we have an Eastern world, we have a uh, whatever there is. There's a lot of cultures. And I think in music, there's also a lot of cultures. Like we're only mentioning like uh, hip hop now and then like, like uh, party music, but there's also classic music. There's uh, music intended with frequencies to like make your make your to, to like raise your vibration. What do you guys think about that? Like I I think uh, music is 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 sort of mimicking the the uh, real world here with all the cultures we have. I think uh, I think drum music is amazing for that because the vibrations they really translate into your gut, and so you're having a physical experience to these vibrations taking uh, you know kind of coming at you through uh, through the air definitely i think drums are, are like that's a good example for like physical because you can feel the, the drums kicking in your in your veins it's also music that you don't you don't consciously feel but unconsciously but they're still there for example what i did is i listen to a frequency when i go to sleep and i i i um it like helps me lucid dream, you know, and take control of my dream. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. That's amazing. Is that something you find on YouTube when, uh, when you're talking about like the, the, the certain frequencies that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. C certain frequencies. The one I uh, listen to a lot is the uh, God frequencies. I don't know which frequency it is, how many hertz. I'm not sure. But uh, definitely, definitely great. And if you want to like get into like lucid dreaming and, and take control of your dreams yeah and there's also a lot of like incorrectness that people say oh this this, this frequency and it uh like they say like three six hundred uh thirty nine uh frequency and it's like uh there's not really any validity in like sure there's no morality behind it but it doesn't necessarily mean that that frequency carries the same weight so uh, that's all like new age influenced uh uh, well, yeah, there's definitely like a big core of truth in there when we're talking about the, the music of the spheres that go all the way back to Plato and the Egyptians, where there's these tones that they go up in a scale so that when you take a string and you duplicate the string, you cut it in half and you do that again and again, 
then when you pluck the string, it plays a tone and, and the, you create scales by halving the length of the string. That way, pianos and most of our musical instruments were created. So I guess that, that that's a real thing about it. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think you see some of them that are higher, some of them are lower. And some of them you feel more in your gut and some of them might, might be more in your head. Hmm. Yeah, I think like overall, like music uh, in, in our, uh, that should be more, uh, on the upfront is like healing music um, because and, and it doesn't have to be something specific but I think the ultimate aim of music should be evolved around this because uh, the artist is using uh, music as a therapy as a way to deal with their emotional uh, issues and, and people are drawn to their work because they want to heal in a certain way uh, and I am myself very interested in healing and then and for personal reason, but I also believe it is in all levels, it's necessary. You can do many things. You can have lucid dreams. You can ask to project. You can do whatever, or you can just do more regular, like play saxophone. But if you're not able to like heal yourself or, and also teach the healing to others, and that is bestly done to music. I don't know, like uh, it's the, a lot of things uh, will just circle around and we're not still not getting anywhere. Uh, because that, I think like uh, that's why I'm drawn to like conscious hip hop is like they're carrying a message and this message that speaks about many different way, ways. But uh, a lot of this, uh, like if I need healing, I listen to some, and not not just hip hop, but like there's many music that are really healing. Uh, and Beethoven is for me a very beautiful one that uh, is really uh, healing because it was uh, based on frequencies. These people understood that uh, Frequencies are, 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 are definitely like a very huge influence. If you use these frequencies in the right manner, uh, you can heal people. But if you're using it, abusing it, you can put them outside of their, uh, not in tune with themselves. So you can put a lower frequency, which puts them more, uh, their perception outside of reality. Uh, and they will get uh, yeah, more disconnected and feel more disconnected. Uh, and There's then, already ways in which sound is being used in modern medicine and it's being used every single day. And you can imagine if you have something solid inside of your body and this can be a kidney stone, or it could be something else, maybe even a tumor. What they can do is they can actually aim sound waves in a particular part of your body and break up, dissolve and kind of break apart things like kidney stones another solid solid objects in your body and uh, it's incredible because it's just one of the examples that sound can heal because we know that once music influences you into a certain mood then when you reach that mood your body actually reaches a self-restorative mode I can agree on that. The the type of healing music I like uh, to listen to is uh, Tibetan bowls. I don't know if you guys uh, guys are familiar with Tibetan bowls, but is he is someone someone um, uh, hitting the bowl with the stick and then going like like around it, and you can hear like a woman singing in the background. She's so healing. I just close my eyes and it's like I can I can feel the the divine in that music. But that's for me. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but that's it's the most beautiful music uh, 
in this world for me. Oh, oh yeah, there's a, I know what you mean. Yeah. A lot that went into the design of Christian cathedrals that had to do with residence. And so a lot of these buildings are actually designed to amplify the sound of the choir and generate this kind of religious experience almost so that people would keep returning to the church to get that religious kind of spiritual or psychedelic experience where they feel this vibration passing through their body that's making them feel ecstatic and euphoric. That's, uh, that's another way that music can be utilized for these purposes. Yes, it's, it's, it's beautiful. I definitely agree on that. Like I've never been to the church myself, but I can definitely agree on that. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, there's uh, like the buildings uh, of, of churches and many different sacred places uses a uh, sonatic uh, structure where there's like the walls are not cornets, but they're round and they, they know about that stuff and they know that uh, hat can create such an powerful effect on people. And that's why I think it's a very important that we talk on this and that we give an outline for people to like, okay, people be more aware of of what you're listening to. You don't have to have the same music taste as we do, but at least listen to music that really sparks up your soul and provides you with some healing and some orientation or some, some conscious of uh, raising awareness. Um, that's what I'm hoping for. And that's why I'm very driven to that. People listen more to, to music consciously, but I cannot force anything. It's uh, It can also be ego control because sometimes I want to, uh, play the music that I listen to because I have this intention that I want to show people that there's not not just, you know, party, 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 um, but there's more things in life. And I do this through communication, through music, uh, because it can speak way better than I can. And it's uh, it's it's a very powerful. And, and yeah, I think we're circling in on arguments anyway, but um, it's a, no, it's a, it's a, it's a very important I would ask people to, 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 to ask themselves when they're listening to music, how does, this, how does this make me feel? How does this make me feel? Because that's, a, that's very important. If, um, if I'm watching a video clip of uh, nothing against her, but this lady called Billie Eilish and her eyes are bleeding tar and the sound, is, uh, the music is about depression. I feel I feel horrific when I when I'm when I'm consuming that type of entertainment, I guess. And some people like to wallow in their sadness, and sadness is a, is a is a real experience, and we can't neglect it. But you have to be conscious of this when you're choosing what music you're listening to, because you can also get stuck in a pattern that's not helping you. Definitely, you need to be careful with uh, with what type of music you uh, surround yourself with, and not only music, also people. If you are surrounded by a lot of toxic people eventually you will become toxic yourself because it will eat you so that's that's why i try to try to surround myself with uh, with people that love me and people that have good intentions also one thing uh i uh read in the, the four agreements was that um words are um magic in in some sort of way um by that i mean um Let's say uh, uh, a uh, rapper says, um, I don't know, I'm going to kill you. And then somebody else is thinking, oh, he's going to kill me. 
in that uh, uh, sort of way, words can be can have like a magical magical function because we are we are constantly uh, listening to these words being uh, casted into the universe, and we will we will tap into those words and 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 it will affect our mood as you just said like. If we, if we keep hearing about uh, sad stuff all day, we're going to feel sad at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah, no, I was just uh, sort of looking up the quadrivium. I was talking earlier about the trivium, like learning how to uh, um, think for yourself. Like after they've done that, they teach you this trivium system. They would turn, uh, teach you the quadrivium, which first has arithmetic, is a study of quantity involving the combination of numbers through addiction, subtraction, addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Then geometry, a branch of mathematics concerned with shape, size, relative precision, and the properties of space. And then the third one would be music, an art form which employs vibration, rhythm, dynamics, and the interplay between sound and silence as its mediums of, for expression. And then the last one would be astronomy, a science that that deals with the study of celestial objects such as stars, planets, comets, nebulas, and galaxies. And it's all like accumulated in there. Like uh, they didn't see, okay, music is something di different from astronomy or geometry is different from music. No, they saw correspondences between these fields. Um, and yeah, I don't know if that's a, a thing that most artists are aware of that what they're doing with music has uh, an effect on, on multiple levels and can be measured through arithmetic, uh, can be seen through geometry, can be experienced through music. Uh, and also like in the, in the start can, can also be, well, they did like some, uh, some recordings of uh, like the Mars and what sound it releases. And they also have the music of the spheres from, from Pythagoras. Um, so there's a, a lot of uh, interesting stuff. I just feel like I had to share that because like uh, music uh, is not just, we're, we're very like talking on music, like it's separate from something else, but there's a lot of intertwine with many different fields. And um, yeah, it's, it will, uh, I, I think it comes from the muses, uh, from the Greece, uh, the word music, but I'm not 100% sure about that. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, going back to that, I, I want to uh, ask you guys a question. I don't want to like uh, tap into conspiracy too much, but there's like a uh, conspiracy saying that some artists like they like sell their soul to the to the devil, and then they get like like uh, let's say for instance, uh, Katy Perry. They say Katy Perry she sold her her soul, signed a contract, and then she got uh, millions of listeners. Do you guys think um, in some extent that that is true or, or what are you guys talking about? Because I definitely think... Um, I, I, I definitely think some tones are... are um, what's the word? Mm. Not brainwashing, but hypnotizing. I think some tones are, are hypnotizing people. Yeah, no, I, I think like it's, uh, it's symbolically set. So it's not like physically went to the devil and they signed a contract, but no, they're no, working no. For, for their ego uh, mm -hmm. and they're working for self-centeredness. That's what it basically means. And they're focused on materialism. So people say they sell their souls because they, you know, the, what music comes from is the soul. 
it is something that makes you unique and you only carry that value, but you're selling it away for a message that is negative, that is uh, more demonic, more evil in, 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 or malevolent uh, in its ends. And, and that is what they mean. Like so if you go to these uh, big uh, industries of music industries, they have filtrations and they will say like this, you can put up your music and this you can. So it's always best to stay independent. That's what I'm doing with my podcast. That's what uh, I inquire other people to do. I had met a rapper here. He asked me for money to, you know, he's a good like freestyle rapper, uh, but he, he has a stereotypical view that every white person has a lot of money, uh, but I'm currently short as well. So I said to him like, sure, I can help you out with philosophy, can help you out with inspiration, uh, but I cannot give you any money. Maybe in the future, if I have that capability, but you have to stay independent. You have to put in the work yourself. Because you are like asking other people, you just have a shortcut and sure, you have your microphone and all that stuff, but they'll control what, you, uh, what you're going to say. Because people, if, if once they invest in you, then you're not free. Like you just have to do what they're, you know, told otherwise you have a conflict. Um, so yeah, no, it's important that you stay independent and work on your own stuff. And sure, if you ask people money, then you should be thinking on what can you do for 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 them in return, because it's always an exchange. Sure, my, I might have more money and you have something else that you can offer of value, but it's never ask anyone for, for money or go to these big industries and, and get a huge exposure. You have these idols on television, where they're like a very talented, well, talented, dedicated people to singing, go there and uh, sing a nice song and then they'll get uh, very famous. And a month later, you don't hear anything about them anymore because they, they didn't put in, they didn't build any fan base by themselves. They just uh, get a, a shortcut and they just send a message out from, okay, this guy has a, can sing really long, uh, but it's not like they, it's very, uh, pulling by it because they're not the authenticity you have to build 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 and eventually you'll get recognized for for what all work you've been doing and that's just what i hope with this podcast will happen but it's not a popularity yeah. contest it's more about what getting the message out there what you said about the, the rapper asking for money uh, eventually uh knowledge is, is worth more than money you know money money isn't worth anything in the end no, no, that, that's like uh, a lot of people have this materialistic view. He's still in that paradigm of, of uh, income control area. Oh, it's about women. It's about uh, money because he listens to a lot of music. That's like, yo, what's up? Yo, yo, what up? And, uh, and then they're like, ask one, no, fuck these bitches. And that promotes that mentality. So if you're engaging yeah. with another person, you still carry that mentality that, oh, this is how I should act towards them. This is how I should treat women. Uh, this is uh, if I meet somebody else, I'll meet them for this reason to get eventually till this end. Uh, but it's all a dream. It's all like a fantasy dream. And doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. No, no, no. It's, and, uh, it's and, very and especially, sad. especially a lot of lyrics nowadays in these songs, uh, which you just said, like, fuck these bitches. But do you really think uh, these rappers, they have like a lot of women? Of course not. They are just like us, but because they say it, people think they actually have it. But it's not true. You know, it's just an illusion. Well, yeah, no, I'm not, they, they could have it, but it's, uh, it's, it's not like having it will not 
feed your soul will not make your life meaningful it just gives you a pleasure for a certain time and you'll feel good about yourself uh, but in actuality you're much more empty than a person that might not have anything uh, living in africa or whatever they might have much more meaning into their lives because that's what life is about uh, you know in modern techniques that the purpose of life is life with a purpose or rather die for a cause and live a life that is worthless it's like a this is the only thing that really matters. And that's what people have to realize. And once they realize this, they don't will to be, I think they will not be drawn to drinking alcohol as much or smoking weed because you found something much more valuable that feeds your soul into levels that no drugs can. But uh, it's not like I'm perfect on this way, but I, I have seen it uh, for, for uh, vision doing DMT and having to, reinstall uh my uh my mentality my habits came back and i realized what what habits really are it's part of our ego it's part of our structure our underlying structure of uh what we think about ourselves, our self-conception and 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 thereby we will constantly uh want to uh re uh reinstate our own uh beliefs about who we are and by constantly doing the same repetition because this is who we are that's what we tell ourselves this is who we are i'm, I'm a smoker i'm a drinker i am whatever but it's all identification you can change at any time you can do everything but only if you do it consciously you can mm -hmm. smoke weed you can drink alcohol you can even have sex with women you can do whatever god forbid uh, but if you're doing it consciously, that means you have a message behind what you're doing and are just doing it impulsively. And that is there's not an issue. Story about that. There's this great story. There's these, uh, there's these two men. They live in a yoga ashram in India with the guru, you know, and they're learning from him. And um, the two of them, they, they, they're craving to smoke. You know, they feel, they, they feel like they want to smoke the ganja. And um, they wonder... You know, this is really tough because we can't do it at the ashram. So maybe because we don't want to leave the ashram, maybe we should ask the guru if we can smoke, you know. Uh, but maybe we should ask separately. We shouldn't go together. We should ask separately. And they do, you know, and so they both go and see the ashram. And so the next day, the man, he's sitting down and he sees his friend walk back in the ashram. And he's smoking like like a big fat joint and so he runs up to his friend and he's like oh my god how are you smoking in the ashram like like we were, we were gonna ask the much the like him like how can we how can we uh, can we like meditate while we smoke and so the man he said what do you mean the guru told me it was okay what did he tell you and so the first man he says well i went to the guru and I asked him if I could, uh, if I could smoke and then meditate. I would meditate and then smoke. And the guru said, no, 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 no. You shouldn't, shouldn't smoke while you're meditating. That's not a good idea. And so, so he's like, okay, so why are you smoking? And the other friend, he's like, well, I asked him if it was okay if I meditated while I smoked. And the guru said, yeah, sure, go right ahead. And so if you do things mindfully, then maybe it's not so bad. But when you're not really present in the moment, it's a waste. 
Definitely. What I can add on to that is um, always do things consciously. What I do myself is whenever I wake up, I, I'm grateful for, for a new day in the universe that, uh, that another day was given to me. And whenever I eat food, I'm, I'm thankful for the food I eat. Uh, let's say, for instance, a, a piece of meat. Uh, I'm I'm thankful because uh, in the end a, a animal died for my for my uh, need you know because I have a need to eat <laughs> so so yeah I'm 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 very uh, conscious of that and I always try to be thankful and I try to make others aware that they should be uh, thankful for their lives and everything they have and not take anything for granted I definitely think in the Western society. People, there's a lot of there's a lot of greed in the Western society because people want more and more. That it's it's never enough. Whenever they have something, they just go on to the next challenge instead of appreciating what they have. I, I think that's a good way to to end it. Uh, is there something else you want to add to our whole conversation or something in general? You want something you want people um, to be engaged with? In, in general, anyone who's watching this. Uh, I think you guys are on a, a good way to uh, exploring the world, uh, becoming more conscious. Uh, what I can say is be good to other people, love other people, uh, be conscious with what you're doing every day, try and uh, try. So uh, the world uh, becomes a lot more light instead of dark nowadays. Exactly. I think that it's important for us to fight polarization wherever we see it. We cannot let society polarize us, push us apart. We need to detach from politics, daily politics that are going on. It does not matter for us. And we should really be focusing on, uh, you know, holding the light. Yeah, but also integrating that in that integrating our darkness because uh, sure light uh, is good, but uh, we also have darkness. And if we're neglecting our darkness, I think we'll we come back where where we started when we started drinking again. Um, so people, if you uh, experience something about yourself you don't like, just accept that it's there. This is what uh, will bring you eventually towards the light uh, because darkness is just there also to teach you something. Um, so uh, it's all about integration. So Hilke, I want to thank you. Thank you for your time. And, um, yes, thank you as well. Yeah, and Tirit as well for being here as well. And uh, people that are watching, thank you. And uh, yeah, keep keep posted. Uh, we have more content coming out soon. Uh, we're on Discord. And we're on many different platforms. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, eternal love and. Uh, Thank you again. Namaste.